You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, this Friday afternoon. Let's turn to our first topic and guest of today. In the next 15 minutes, we're going to be hearing more about a traditional screen printing method, which is one of the oldest printing techniques in the world. And I'm delighted to be joined in the studio by Timothy Muller, who is the lab manager at the Mills Fabrica, which is a local platform for textile innovation. And their mission is to create life uh, textile. Sorry, their, their mission is to create a textile startup success stories and also to build a global textile community. Welcome to the program, Timothy, and thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. We are on Facebook Live as well, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. If you have any questions or any thoughts or comments, feel free to join us there and you'll be able to see and hear uh, Timothy there as well. So give us a little bit of background of what the Mills Fabrica, what do you do there? Yeah, absolutely. So the Mills Fabrica is actually the innovation arm of the mills. So I'm not quite sure if you're familiar with it, but the mills is actually a revitalization project by the Lamphong Group. It was opened in December 2018 um, and it's located in Chun Wan in one of like the old uh, cotton spinning factories that were owned by the Lamphong Group uh, as early as in the 1950s in Hong Kong. So basically the whole project came as a way to bring the community together in one and celebrate Hong Kong's rich textile history. So um, at the mills, we actually have three pillars. So we have CHAT, which is the Center for Heritage Arts and Textile, which is uh, focused on like Hong Kong's past. And they generally host like artists um, who work in the fashion um, industry as well. Uh, we have the shop floor, which is focused on experiential retail. Um, so it's like a boutique shopping mall uh, with a focus on getting people together and like uh, interacting with the stores rather than the products. And last but not least, we also have the Mills Fabrica, which is um, where, where I am working, the incubation of the mills. And like you said, with a focus on uh, technology and lifestyle, aiming to create a strong com global community of corporates, innovators, and uh, educators. So we help, as you said, um, startup entrepreneurs and innovators build their success stories by providing them with support and uh, advice. So, so what sorts, I was going to say, what sorts of support do they usually come to you for? So generally, so we have a, the incubator and a fund as well. So basically we provide um, some like cash prizes um, in general to help them grow their business. Uh, as well as some form of um, incubation programs and um, residency programs as well with the lab. Which... So you offer a space for them also? Yes. Okay. So Fabrica Lab, which is um, the space that I'm managing for the Mills Fabrica, uh, was created in collaboration with Hong Kong Rita, which is the Hong Kong Research Institute for Textile and Apparel. And it's a place basically where designers, entrepreneurs, students, and general public can come together and access professional machine um, services and create new products like clothing and accessories and furniture, for example. Um, and at Fabrica Lab, we offer a membership for the people to come and use the facilities and work on their own projects. But we also have residency program, like I just mentioned, for um, young innovators um, who try to revolutionize the industry. And also we create and curate special uh, workshops and events for corporates, for educators, and for the general public as well. 
So for example, this summer, actually, we have two uh, different workshops that we're organizing. The first one of them being a fashion summer bootcamp for budding design fashion designers. And the second one being a screen printing workshop where everyone can come together and enjoy fun do-it-yourself experience. Let's talk a little bit more about the screen printing method. I read Absolutely. somewhere that it's the world's oldest printing technique. Yes. So actually, so it was created in China at the end of the first century during the Song Dynasty. Um, and so, yeah, it's basically one of the oldest techniques of stencil printing known to men. So um, basically today it's actually really widespread, but not much is known about it by the general public, um, which is what was the basis for actually creating this workshop to teach people more about it. Because in concept, uh, in basically screen printing is very, very simple. It's we start with a piece of fabric. So for example, um, like silk. Nowadays we use like synthetic fabrics like rayon and nylon. And then we fill in that screen in every spot that we don't want the ink to transfer with like a special paste of some kind. Um, so we create what we call a negative, which is the opposite of the image we want to print out onto our like substrate, like fabric or paper. And then we simply push the ink through the rest of the screen and we get the design that we want. So it's basically like really like really simple in practice. And what's really great about screen printing is that it's actually a very involved process and it's quite easy to do provided you get like the guidance, um, like just to have someone there to like follow through and like help you out, um, like create the, that design. And so people of all ages can actually come together to join this workshop and learn a new skill, pretty much. And what sorts of material do you use right now? Then you mentioned just now, rayon. So yeah, li li so nylon? generally the generally the screens are made from like polyester okay, or polyester. nylon. So okay. like synthetic fabrics, and then they so come. So wouldn't work on cotton or something. So you can use it. The thing with cotton is that generally the mesh is like a lot finer, so it's a lot more difficult to push the ink through. Oh. So basically, the screen printing. Um, like meshes that you make they come in a variety of like sizes um with holes that are more or less a uh, bit large depending on like the kind of ink that you're using and the kind of material that you're printing on yeah what sorts of ink do we use nowadays or a durable ink so for example if we're talking like traditional uh like poster printing or something like that we would use like any like oil-based inks would like work perfectly fine um so for those we can actually use a mesh that is a little bit finer so we can get like finer detail for fabric the ink that we use is generally water-based um and it actually uh works generally with heat to like really bond into the structure of the um, like the garment. Um, so for that one, we actually need a mesh that is a little bit thicker in order to like get a nice looking um, design so onto it. For example, on a t-shirt mm -hmm. or on a canvas bag yes. or something, do you then have to treat it afterwards to make sure it stays, I don't know, waterproof? Or? So that's one of the great things about it as well as that the post treatment is very minimal. Um, so the only thing you have to do is wait like maybe like 10 to 15 minutes just for the ink to dry completely and then you can like iron it uh, with just like any regular like hand iron at like about like 150 degrees and then it should be completely washproof at that point. Okay. Um, and in terms of these ink, just water-based ink will, will, mm -hmm. will be fine. Yeah. So generally, like what you can do is when you're doing screen printing at home, there are uh, some suppliers that sell like inks that are especially made 
for printing for, onto okay. a garment. Not so, your regular calligraphy ink? Or... Yeah, so basically depending on the use that um, you want to have. So if you want to put your design on like a piece of paper, you would use like you know, any like printing ink which should be okay. But if you're printing on a t-shirt, I would suggest looking into inks that are specifically made just for that. Just so that you get a design that lasts a little bit longer and looks a little bit, a little bit nicer on your garment. Yeah, and do you sometimes find that ink is beautiful in a bottle, but when you transfer it onto your garment, that the color is always, uh, the color may be a bit off? So I, I haven't actually had that experience oh. <laughs> yet, which is, I guess, maybe lucky in a certain way. But um, definitely, uh, this, if you're doing the, if you're using the technique properly, um, you should get like very clean, um, like very clean large Print. prints. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Are you finding more more young people sort of into this method of design? Yeah. So I think um, there's like a really large interest in uh, like the like younger like for younger audiences, right? And also at the moment, actually, it's like a pretty good time to organize workshops in Hong Kong, seeing as like everyone is kind of like looking for things to do over the summer. Schools have been closed for a while, so like they want to like go out and like enjoy and uh, learn new things as well. Probably continue to close sadly with, with unfortunately with, yeah, but always a good time to pick up a new skill um, as well. well I mean what types of people you, you say you often organize these events um, what are the crowd or, or the people who come to these events families or young people yeah or? so generally like uh, most of the audience that we get is like young families um, so unfortunately due to like the nature of the lab and like the machinery that we have inside we have a restriction of, uh, with the age that we can organize the workshops for on site however um so talk just speaking like generally in terms of like the workshops we've done in the past we've actually worked with like very young children like as little as three years old oh. um but this one will be like done generally like on site during events or like if schools are like you know um commissioning us to like help them work on like a certain type of content that we're, they're creating um, we will be doing those kind of workshops on site with them instead of at the lab. Yeah. Now, Timothy, I read your bio and mm -hmm. you are a material engineer. Um, you may be the first material engineer I've had on the program. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. But what is it that you studied then? Yeah. So I studied actually my bachelor in mechanical engineering. And then after that, I transitioned towards material engineering. So actually like keeping in mind that from a very young age i've been interested in like fashion fashion technology so like clothes and garments and the way that they're made that has always like been really fascinating to me and as i grew older and more aware of you know the world around me uh began to realize that the fashion industry is like really like not sustainable, not sustainable as the rate no. at which it's going um, and it really needs to reevaluate and change the way that it um, like handles its relationship with materials. And so, to become more sustainable, I think like a big part of that way is to work on those materials and make them sustainable themselves. So, material engineering is basically, very simply put, just the study of how materials are created and made. Right. 
And it was basically a way for me to explore how to contribute to the fashion industry and to this positive change by creating more intelligent flag fabrics and materials. Yeah. Um, I've heard that, you know, the, the fashion industry is actually the biggest or the second biggest polluter um, after oil. And yeah. it's and it's so crazy to imagine. And actually, it's not surprising with, with the way we're going with fast fashion and online shopping. Absolutely. It's so easy to, to buy clothes and then dispose of it. Yeah. I mean, as a material engineer, uh, what's your what's what's your take on this? What's your assessment of this? Are are we being too wasteful when it comes to fashion? I think definitely yes. As the current state of fashion is that like a large majority of the material excess, instead of like being treated and being reused, is just thrown away to landfills. And um, there's also like a large emphasis on like synthetic materials. And those all come from the petroleum industry. So they're actually like linked together. Um, and those materials, like they do not like disappear. Like they will be there right, on earth. Microplastics. And yeah, just, exactly. They will just like, they just will disappear here. visually, yeah. but then they will like remain the water in, the water, in yeah. everywhere. Right. So I think there's, um, there's a big part of the work that is currently being done actually with a lot of different like startups, different companies. They, there's a big emphasis on trying to really be mindful of the materials that you're using. Make sure that instead of, you know, putting all the like the waste that you get from after the cutting the pattern, instead you like destroy like you break it down and build it back into something new. Yeah. Oh, I wish more people would be more mindful. But where, where does it start? Is it consumer led or does it should it start with fashion houses or w where should it begin? So I think everyone can do their own part, right? Like even on the consumer level, it's important to like think about like, oh, like, can I be using less like synthetic clothing? Can I focus more on like, you know, buying like uh, clothes that are sustainably sourced, that are sustainably made? Um, can I just make sure that instead of like throwing my clothes every time like they break in some way, can fix I fix it, them yes. myself or like can I bring them to someone so they can fix it for me or teach me how to fix them? I think this is like basically the starting point because not everyone is going to think about, you know, like, you know, lobbying different like large companies asking them to like take responsibility for um, like being wasteful. But instead, just, you know, taking things easily, like little by little and just focusing on making the change that you can um, on an individual basis. Yeah, well, thank you very much indeed for your time this afternoon. Of and we've course. been speaking to Timothy Muller, who is the lab manager at the Mills Fabrica. And they do have a, a variety of events which is happening. Uh, you can always go to their website and their Facebook page. And the handles uh, for, for that is the Mills Fabrica. And you can check out their screen uh, printing technique workshop, which is coming up uh, in July all the way through the summer. Many thanks for your time today, Tim. Thank you so much.